Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Musings with Banke. This is your host, Banke, the ever amiable. You guys, I was struggling for the first second to think of a an adjective for myself. Yes, amiable, unique. Yeah. <laughs> um, welcome back to this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And um, let's get right into this episode. So, I want to talk about some of the things I've been seeing in the public on social media. Before I go into like more serious things, um, I want to start start off light-hearted, you know. Let, let's laugh and then we'll, we'll be serious a little later. So first, I want to speak about um, celebrity impersonators. As a grown adult, <laughs> as a grown adult, why are you impersonating celebrities? Like your body is working, your brain is not malfunctioning, everything about you is no, I can't I can't say everything about you is okay. Because if everything about you is okay, you'd like and it's like they're getting more and more like people hire security guards to pretend that they're celebrities. Where is the sense in that? Is there are you guys making money? Like if you guys are making money, let me see who I look like in the celebrity world and let me go and change my myself. But if you're not making any money from it, all you're doing is impersonating celebrities and going around hoping to catch people that will mistake you for that celebrity. Like how do you I don't guys I can't even explain it. It just doesn't make any sense to me that I'll wake up in the morning and I'll say who do I look like? Beyonce. Alright. Let me wear her stage her stage costume and start parading the road. And those of you that think those people are celebrities, something else, all of you they crease together. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I just that's this this year I wanted to stop. Especially that Drake, that Drake um, impersonator, because that person does not look like Drake. He literally does not look like Drake, and people are confusing him with Drake. Whatever you people see, people deserve it. The, the one that I saw and I was like, wow. Are these people twins? Was Lil Dark. Little Dark. <laughs> I was like, wow, these people actually do look alike. They, I thought it was, I couldn't even see the difference. Maybe because I don't, um, I don't pay attention to him. That's why I couldn't tell the difference. But the resemblance was really striking. And I don't know. All of you just stop. That's all I have to say. Celebrity impersonators, stop it, okay? Good. Now, I think it was last week. I'm not sure when it happened. Um, Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, had a comedy show at the Hollywood Bowl, I believe. And someone physically, like, attempted to assault him physically on stage. And um, (laughs) you know why this is funny? When Will Smith slapped Chris Rock... People were like making jokes and stuff and saying like, "Oh, next is Dave Chappelle." <laughs> like I laughed, but I laughed because I just like one thing about Chappelle that Chappelle seems irreverent in the sense that he seems like someone that doesn't care, and like he he'll do what he would do. Like you see how Chris Rock stood while Will Smith slapped him and he walked back to his seat. I don't think Chappelle would have like stood there and let them slap him 
he just doesn't seem like a person that will do that. And I remember thinking to myself, if anybody tries this thing with Dave Chappelle, whatever you see, I don't even because that man just it just seems like he he doesn't care. That's and there's nothing worse than you like provoking someone who doesn't care because they don't they don't care about the consequences they're going to face they just do what they want to do so why why would you want to physically assault that kind of person of all people go on <laughs> and this is i think my take on like when the whole will smith and chris rock thing happened i didn't want to say anything because i was in the minority in the sense that i personally do not want adults hitting each other man hitting man women hitting women man hitting woman woman hitting man i do not like that's i feel like if for you to the the only valid reason for someone to hit another person if there's a threat to bodily violence if someone is threatening you threatening your safety and you have to take action but that like personally that because it just seems like something i don't want a world where we confrontation is um god you guys i'm struggling today jesus <laughs> where um confrontations are settled by fist mm-hmm. and this is the big and this is what i will say about that because i feel like at the end of the day women are the ones that are going to be on the receiving end of it right and you guys know i am very women first my politics left leaning towards women first that's the people i think about anything i think about about how i approach the world is is about women first and foremost black women so for women it's like i don't want a world where we're i know that some people would say this is just a one one time thing and they're not like supporting violence in general i just personally it's just something that i don't want to see people do in i don't i don't want to see people like hit people did was um chris rock's joke t- distasteful and insensitive yes and since they didn't even give him the like clearance to say that on stage that even makes him more gross because they already you weren't clear to say that joke and you went out of your way to say it after she had already come out and say how like it was hard to shave her head and stuff but i just feel like i wish it was handled in a way that wasn't wasn't physically um that wasn't just like putting your hands on someone right anyways so god be their glory they're all celebrities and they all have money me i don't have money so i can't be carrying their matter on my head moving on moving on i feel like there is not like nothing big actually oh the met gala guys 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 okay kim kardashian for people who are um pop culture obsessed like i am um kim kardashian wore marilyn monroe's um dress um this dress that she said she lost 16 pounds in three weeks and um even though she lost that much weight, she still couldn't fit into that dress properly. And she had to use a shawl to cover her, like, bum. And a lot of people have been, you know, going in on her. Like, she's promoting bad... Um, what, did she, what did they say she's promoting? Bad weight loss culture and what did she... Like, I think my biggest question was, like, what did she do to lose the amount of weight? 
very fast okay for the part of like what what did she like um of her promoting weight loss in drastic and unhealthy ways I, my biggest thing is that why why do people look to celebrities as moral um their moral lifeline i don't i don't get it like we everybody already condemns celebrities for their behavior they're selfish um they they're all about their brand how to maximize attention towards themselves the clout do you like do you get what i'm saying like we we already have these conversations that celebrities are not they're not the people that you should be looking for for morals why then is it that every time they do something that <laughs> pretending their own body <laughs> that you don't care about is an it's an opera i think my biggest thing with that conversation was people saying that oh millions of people are looking up to you they're going to do what you're going to do and i'm over here thinking is that can you why are people looking up to another person on how to behave and how to eat and what to drink water from if someone loses weight so all of you will not start rushing to lose weight if someone adds weight all of you start rushing to add weight where's your own sense of self where's your own sense of this is what i want to do to myself about myself to my body about my body why are you letting someone that doesn't know you determine like it doesn't make any sense like it's different for maybe like you see a celebrity advertising some makeup or a dress do you understand than for more personal things maybe because i just feel like weight my weight and my relationship to my body weight and how my body looks in clothes and how i feel about it's very personal i wouldn't no celebrity would be my would i be looking up to and thinking oh she lost it i'm going to lose weight like this do you understand i don't it doesn't make any sense if someone has any opposing view please let me know because i like that's the whole point of this podcast so let's for people to hear my thoughts and also for me to hear theirs but i think that was my big problem with that conversation i'm just thinking why are you especially parents saying oh my daughter is going to be looking up to you da 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 what are you as a parent doing hmm? Hmm? maybe because i'm just strong-headed i cannot remember any time in my life we have seen a celebrity do something and say that's i'm going to do it because they did it except i have a genuine liking for something and maybe i see them wearing it and i like it more there's nothing i would see on someone else that i don't have a personal relationship to or with i don't need prepositions to use whatever <laughs> And then I would rush to actually do it because that celebrity did it. It just, it blows my mind. Like, raise your kids yourself. Yeah, okay. That's not, that's a little somehow. Because now I'm thinking socialization outside the home is very much bigger than socialization in the home. And things that your parents teach you don't always stick. When you see your friends doing something, people that you look up to do something. Yeah, ugh. Now you guys, you, you guys see, I'm countering my own argument, and now I'm thinking. Mm. But okay, now this is the question I want to ask. So, as a celebrity, do you think that celebrities should, should when they're doing set, certain things, do you think that they should um, keep in mind the their audience? Like, okay, maybe someone a celebrity said, "I want to lose twenty pounds," and then they drank only water for five days. Do you think that celebrities have a social responsibility to um a social responsibility of keeping certain 
dangerous things personal not necessarily dangerous but like just unhealthy and potentially harmful things to themselves as opposed to like speaking about it in public do you think like it's a social responsibility that they owe the public that or do you think it's their life i live my life how i want i can see what i do like live your life the way you want to like how do you guys view it because i'm kind of if you're because i always say that i don't want anyone stifling themselves because of other people what people are going to say what people are going to think is still the same live your life on your own terms kind of principle but there's also the argument of like these people put you the public put you give you that audience they give you that like pedal style so it's almost it's almost like you owe them a social responsibility of not putting things that are harmful that would be potentially harmful to them in public i don't know you guys i'm actually in i don't know which position i stand on this let, let me hear your thoughts right let me hear your thoughts but the the argument the thing about the mirror uh, the dress that um kimmy cakes wore was just a lot of conversation about how she lost the weight for it um like why is she wearing a dead woman's clothes like why i think it's also a little creepy and some for some people it's like oh it's just a dress but it's just why you it's just weird for you to want to be wearing a dead person's dress like this person you don't have a personal relationship with the person if maybe your mom passed or your father passed and then you want to wear your mom's wedding dress or a dress that your mom loved and now you want to start wearing it and you slim fit it and things like that that seems normal right but you have no personal relationship with this person this person has passed and now you're you're in a closet shopping like his walmart like what are we doing here is this fashion over huh <laughs> it's just yeah it's just a little weird that she wore the dress and even upon all the weights she still couldn't fit so she still couldn't fit the dress so she now had to cover it with a with a four shawl four four <laughs> with a <laughs> with a shawl that wasn't nice like i don't know that whole thing was just mm, i don't know wishing her best of luck i hope this is the last we see of it i don't want to see her wearing that woman's clothes again enough is enough the evil kim kardashian has done mm? it is enough okay kim enough go on you can afford to buy i wish like she even did a replica i think that would have been better replica seems like you're honoring the person that you think is a fashion legend and icon without like overstepping boundaries you know yeah it's just mm-mm. it's just weird anyway guys let's talk about serious things now um you guys know i'm a woman of intellect a woman of um intelligence a woman of brilliance (laughs) a woman with with a thinking head all right so was it about a week ago we someone leaked the fact that the judges of the supreme courts of the united states judges were thinking of um modifying or overturning the Roe versus Wade law and now we like I've heard Roe versus Wade for so long since I've been in this country but I've actually I never looked into it myself I never actually said let me see what this thing is actually about I just always thought oh look Roe versus Wade the abortion law Roe versus Wade the abortion law right and when this thing came out um I was like wow <laughs> I was a little bit taken aback I was like it's actually they're actually going to do something about that law so for those of you that don't know i'm generous enough to have read and researched this on your behalf so let me read it out to you 
So Roe versus Wade was this law that was passed about um, a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without excessive government intervention, right? Um, the it was I think this case was from the Attorney General in Texas. A pregnant woman was I think she had three children already and she wanted to have an abortion, but I think at the time in Texas it was illegal. So she took it up. She got a lawyer. They took it all the way to the Supreme. I think the district court or one court in Texas or somewhere were like, oh yes, you can go ahead and do it. And then you guys, I'm I'm confusing my story. Anyways, the case got to the Supreme Court and was ruled in Rose favor. That's the pseudonym for the woman um, under the Fourteenth Amendment of the Right to Privacy. And when this law was passed, that right to privacy. Um, what's that thing the right to privacy isn't absolute isn't absolute that means like government intervention can still come into place like the it has to be weighed with the government interest to protect the prenatal life the life the mother is carrying so the whole basis of this rule versus which is that a woman has a right to privacy a woman has a right to decide what she wants to do to her body without the government intervening too much. No, no excessive government intervention. At the time when this was ruled, um, it was illegal to have abortions in the third trimester, except it's to save the mother's life. I think first trimester abortions were all legal. Second trimester abortions were legal in certain situations i think it was case by case basis but third was legal and some states where you know each state i think had a little bit of added they what they wanted to it for that law if anything all the lawyers in the building if i'm saying anything that is not right just let me know okay and i'll come and correct it next time i talk to you people and so this this has been the big this has been a big um debate since i came to this country every time they're always talking about abortion they are clean american babies the babies are dying all these pro-life persons pro-choice and anti-abortion pro-abortion and something i think like for me <sighs> so people that know me i say it all the time um, my politics are very left-leaning um my i'm christian but i lean left politically and (laughs) and this is one of the issues where i lean left um it's i think my biggest thing is that we can't have a society that punishes women for giving birth to children and punishes them for not wanting children now let me explain what i mean by that i feel like society punishes women for childbearing why do we have six week maternity leave in a country like the united states why do we have eight week maternity leaves in a country like this with the resources this country has and you won't like do you think people are happy to wanting to to give birth and they only have two months and the cost of child care of daycare is excessive right the majority of childbearing falls on the shoulders of women in, even in feminist marriages, m- women are most likely the ones to take on most of the childbearing, um, childcare problems of going what the children eat. Some fathers don't even know where their children's clothes are. They don't know what classes their children are in. The mother would know the best friend. The mother have the best friend. The, like these things 
that we like these are the things that makes it hard like a lot of women now want more independence they don't want to be saddled with like seven children and just caring for them exhausted day after day after day and your or your financial responsibility of um freedom is from your husband or your part your other partner a lot of women are not don't want that kind of life right and even how bearing children affects the career of women is a lot for a lot of women it's like you take a you take one potentially one year off because when you're pregnant you know you're tired you can't i don't you can't function as optimally as you would if you're not pregnant the fatigue the symptoms then you have your child and then you're after you have your child you're now catering to that child thinking about daycare these are things because most of these responsibilities are not shared equally they fall this disproportionately on the shoulders of women it's because when you're tired at home and then come come out to work it also affects your productivity while on the other hand men are not facing that kind of problems so if if we're saying even the cost of 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 giving birth in this country is ridiculous and if pro-lifers are like we are we want to save the funny thing i find so hypocritical about the pro-life argument for a lot of people is is when they say um you is when people care about the life you care about the life you don't want mothers have like why do you stop caring after the baby is born how does that make sense there are over like five hundred thousand children in foster care in the united states what are we doing in this country right like it doesn't make sense how are we helping children in low-income households how are we helping them to provide a more equitable society for the children that we already have now you people don't you don't care and that's one that's my biggest problem i i i respect people that have an argument about something and they follow through in how they in how they behave like there's no hypocrisy that's my biggest problem my biggest pet peeve is hypocrisy and this argument just has so much hypocrisy around it if you really care about children if you really care about life you care about life till death you care about life to the person takes their final breath the life doesn't stop on their on the day they were born you want children to be born but once they are born what do you want them to do you want them to be dropping them in gas stations what like what are we doing here and this this is so sensitive because for a lot of women it's like rape happens um like just a lot of assault and it's not even just rape is what if i just don't want a child and i get when people are squeamish about like okay second once if a baby can feel pain like some of the arguments i understand when someone when um because i read some of the pro-life arguments before i came to talk about it and one of the arguments was that an aborted baby some of them it depends on the developmental stage some of them can feel pain and i get it because if you're able to feel pain that means you're living do you understand like something that is not living cannot feel pain and so i get i get what you're saying in that aspect i'm like okay and but my counter to that is that most pregnancy terminations happen um in the first trimester like 90 percent of pregnancy termination intentional pregnancy termination happen in the first trimester where you know it's just cells and div- division and stuff like the lungs are not yet formed like just vital organs are not yet there yet so that i that that's my biggest argument is like we're not a lot of people are not are not terminating their pregnancy 
as the further along the process is quite early like eight weeks they find out like okay i don't want this baby i don't want they you know i i think it's just a fundamental and a lot of the arguments for pro-life are christian um yeah christian and i've said before i'm christian but i wouldn't want someone to rule me based on their own religious beliefs if someone is buddhist or muslim or um jewish or you know this any religion i don't want someone to be passing laws that are based on on religious things that i don't agree with you understand what i'm saying i don't know if this makes sense that's why even though i get would i have an abortion most likely not but that that's the point like if you don't want to have an abortion you don't have to you guys abortion is such a nasty word when you think about it i feel like that word has so much shame and i don't know i don't like that word let's look for something else pregnancy termination i think that sounds better yeah so it just seems like um pregnancy when people oh, i've lost my train of thought <sighs> yeah but but also pregnancy terminations have gotten um have reduced per what a lot of people research has said it's like we have more education on birth control condoms tracking your cycle little women are more aware of how to prevent pregnancy more than anything so the rates is going down most people now use plan b's if they have like if they have sexual intercourse and maybe they're not on birth control or just like even additional precaution right and making 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 abortions legal i'm still saying abortions ugly word making abortions illegal is not going to stop people from getting abortions i come from a country where abortions are illegal nigeria right and in that country teenage girls still get abortions like they get it in horrible ways guys in the most nasty ways possible they go to doctors that do it under the table people like damage their uteruses um just nasty some people use hang just nasty nasty ways because it's illegal and people lose their lives in this process so like banning abortions like we're not going to ban abortions we're going to ban safe abortions and and it's just horrible i hope to god that i don't know that this law is not like it's not overturned that the democrats i don't know democrats they annoy me because i really don't know what they usually do there it's like democrats don't have the vim that republicans have if if republicans say we are going to we are going to ban condoms <laughs> i know that's stupid i'm using an example for you guys if republicans if their campaign promise is they're going to ban something they're going to do every single thing to do it. like they don't care about the man they are going to do it they're going to i feel like republic the republicans are a more unified party their ideologies seem to stick more for the democrats it's like two parties in one they are the older more moderate um democrats and they are the <laughs> oh bless me gosh bless me and they are the older they are the younger like more left liberal leaning 
um, Democrats. So it makes the party so discombobulated, disjointed. They don't know what they're doing. Every time, every time I see them, all they know how to do is to tweet. Any small thing, Twitter. Billionaires must be taxed. Okay, go and tax them. <laughs> irritated like i hate when i see politicians tweeting about what what should be done don't tweet at us we don't want to know go in that congress and go and fight go and fight your fellow lawmakers and go and do what you're supposed don't come and be saying oh this law needs to be passed this bill has not been written we need to do this climate change is happening we need to that's the balloniers we need to codify rufus's weight we need to do we need to okay now madam oh yeah go and do it stop stop stressing don't come and talk to me after you've been elected don't come and tweet any rubbish all i want to be saying is rope versus weight codified billionaire has been taxed butter is free that, that's all i want to be seen just be say what you are don't come and be tweeting all the things that has not happened and what how you plan to we don't want to i don't me personally at the banking i do not want to know i don't want to see it Bernie sanders and alexander ocasio cortez they are the number one always tweeting oh god please leave us alone hmm? you people you are paying people like uh, two hundred thousand dollars a year you people should leave us leave us and go and fight your fellow colleagues and stop stressing us okay mm-hmm. that's all i want to say i hope i hope um i just hope this law is not overturned because i think it's it's just women's rights like hillary clinton has said women's rights are human women's rights are human rights and human rights are women's rights and this urge to constantly control like control women's bodies how women what women do with their bodies is just i don't know why let women have that that decision to, to think because i think people underestimate how much childbirth is on 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 your body on women's bodies like the psychological aspect of it the mental aspect of it i last week i just heard about prenatal depression prepartum depression ppd another type of because i never heard of it like women are depressed like they have suicidal ideation before the baby is born and some some before after like it's it's a lot and you're asking people to put their lives on the line for it for because pregnancy is a life or death situation in so many places around the world people die from it it's not easy right people die from from childbirth and this is a life-threatening condition i believe it's a life-threatening condition because you can lose your life in the process you can lose your life right so why are women not given that um that chance to, to consent to saying okay i plan I, this is a life-threatening condition that i plan to take on by my own self it's not something that should be forced upon right i just hope that the mothers who want to be mothers become mothers because they want to not because they are forced to be by government by anybody other than themselves right i don't know now I, I started this on a laughing laughing mood and now I'm, I'm here serious and stuff and if you guys have any thoughts any opinions about what i have said make sure you you know message me message us on instagram at mason with banke 
We want to hear your thoughts, we want to hear your opinions, share this podcast episode with your friends and family. You know, let our subscribers increase and make sure you like this um, podcast, rate five stars. And thank you guys so, so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you.